Today, This American Dice presents Gizzard Gulch, live from CondoCon, a Monster of the Week adventure. So check us out as we go back to the Old West and try to discover a mystery that's really got things wound up. Today, on this marionette. Hey there, folks. So this was a game that we recorded at CondoCon, and it is also a game that takes place back in the 18, I want to say 70s or so, and some of the players got super into character and they decided to try to use language that was a little bit more to time period, or at least more acceptable in that time period, or periods we would associate with it. Um, the problem is, we recorded this, and some of their kind of connection to just the character and trying to express that as, oh, this is the character maybe got lost in the not-at-the-table experience. That's the kind of thing that, when you play with people in person, often makes sense and you figure things out as you're humans at the table together. When you're not and you're instead listening as disembodied voices, it comes off differently. But I figured just to give people a heads-up on that, that folks were trying to do that, and uh, I apologize if anybody's upset about that. Anyhow, enjoy. As This American Dice presents the first episode of Gizzard Gulch, live from CondoCon. This game in particular is uh, Gizzard Gulch, and it's going to be kind of an Old West and 1870s uh, version of this, so keep that in mind as you're creating your characters. Um, we've got uh, the professional, who is in this case somebody who's kind of employed by the railroad company as their kind of security person. The Flake, who is a, I believe, like a, um, no, I have to double check my, oh, like a like an old-timey muckraking reporter who snuck their way into this situation. We've got the Expert, who's someone who's like a 1870s, I'm into mysticism and spiritual spiritualism and that kind of thing. We've got the Mundane, who is, um, who's supposed to be like a regular person who's kind of getting gotten sucked into this situation. And the flavor I gave them with this, my apologies, is, oh, the company sent you to be a clerk and show up and you're just there to impress people. And uh, and then, what is the last one the that initiate? I haven't said? You haven't the, done that? Oh, the initiate. Yeah, the initiate. It. Well, the initiate is, in this case, I have it as somebody who's like sent from the Mormon church. One, so, um, so if I, anyone I is of a Mormon background, I apologize if this premise misrepresents your faith. I will take the Mormon. Yeah, so you want the initiate? Yeah, because that's me. I'm a Mormon. Non-practicing. Oh, here. So again, I apologize. If, uh, there's a lot of openness to that. On the, on the back. I like. I like the idea of like the church has sent you as like a, a person to go solve these issues. We're gonna be in Gizzard Gulch. Gizzard Gulch is kind of this. Where it exactly is located in the United States is absolutely incredibly unimportant. It is out west, whatever that means. Um, the important thing is is that. The railroad company, the Hawthorne Railroad Company, has decided that getting a railroad through Gizzard Gulch is incredibly important and profitable. And so they are very determined to do this, and they've run into some hiccups. Uh, and we'll get to that um, down the road. You guys are going to be the people they call in to deal with these hiccups. And by call in, some of you will be called in, 
and other people will be kind of begrudgingly accepted along on the journey um, sent by the railroad company. So if you've seen the show Hell on Wheels, like that is, I feel like, a very... I don't remember the name. I know Common is in the show. I don't remember the name of the main white guy. I watched, uh, I watched the Deadwood. Episode. Yeah, Deadwood. Deadwood's, Deadwood's really good. Um, <laughs> Hell on Wheels, I feel Hell on Wheels is like PG-13 Deadwood. I'll, I'll go... It wasn't, it wasn't good enough for me to watch one of the first episodes. I, I watched that. I watched season one and season two, and then season three I just I started and then went, nah. <laughs> I don't know why I stopped. It I was just an AMC show that everybody yeah. was hyping, and I couldn't get past the first one. I thought it was I thought it was good. It it wasn't good enough to like stick to me. But um, but one of the characters is that he's the railroad company security man, so that kind of thing, like for this area. <laughs> um, but that's our deal. So on your sheets, you'll see the way that these character sheets are set up, I'm not in love with by far. Mm -hmm. You'll see that you've got your kind of your stats over here. Stupidly, you have to turn to the next page to see your options for what you can take to put in those different stats. Um, charm is for most of your social stuff. Cool is usually to like get by or get out of a situation or deal with something. Tough is not surprisingly to like fight through something. And weird is when it deals with something that's supernatural. Hold on. Well, there's the remote. If anyone was asking for it, I just found it stuffed into the couch. <laughs> um, although last year we found all those things from that uh, bar mitzvah or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah. Those little those. slips of paper with Hebrew uh, all over them. Um, but yeah. So, eventually, you'll basically choose one of those sets of things. Do you want your character to be more of a social character, more of somebody who can get out of and <laughs> deal with stuff, somebody who's more tough, or somebody who's more magical or, or, or supernatural or connected to that? And so you'll you pick to, one of those and then just guys, transfer it to it. You want me to help you out? To the front. So you want to be tough and good at shooting, so which two would be big? I mean, I would probably go with whatever has tough and cool as the highest. That's things. what I would think. So that's number yeah. one. And then sharp, or yeah, sharp minus one. So you're not the sharpest. Oh, sharp! By the way, I didn't say sharp is that's like fine. is figuring stuff out. Yeah. So that well plays well with uh, with your current person. But my character, not my person. <laughs> fuck you, dude. Ah, fuck <laughs> you. But the. Uh, then from there, you'll have individual kind of moves that'll describe, like you get to pick a certain number of basic ones. I tried to cross off ones that I thought would be not connected to the theme. Yeah. Some of them are like, you've got They're a like, crazy car, and it's like, well, it's probably not. Guy. I see yeah. a skateboard got left on here. I take it that wasn't... I, I figured I could just tell you we don't, you probably don't have a skateboard. I just assume that you have a horse of some kind or another. Okay. You can have roller skates. <laughs> you say, could. That's true. I don't know how well they this do. Is, uh, you yeah, have a big, big penny farthing bicycle. <laughs> is it well paved roads where I'm going though? That's the question. Probably no. Yeah. So oh, I'm, I'm guessing a horse. Or I know Doc Brown said we, where we're going, we don't need roads, so but they'd be helpful. So can I just put in a horse? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. And since none of these are great, I'm sure this is an old naggy horse, but that's fine. His old great mare just ain't what she used to be. Yeah, with a Mormon, in, somebody would give me a horse. Probably. Yeah. The, the other Mormons. The, the church elders would be like, yeah. take this horse. 
and, and go do your do your do your good works. Yeah. Missionaries get get free stuff, and if that's the local, although I don't know, because like if you go to a port area, you get bicycles instead of a car. The uh, so I'm imagining the initiate in this is. Are you familiar with the game Dogs in the Vineyard? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm almost imagining the the character as that type of character where they're sent by they're sent by the church, not to proselytize, but instead to go right wrongs and deal with kung fu. Yeah, it's it's you're, you're yeah you're, you're David Carradine <laughs> come showing up. You're Mormon David Carradine. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, that's honestly, that's a pretty good way to put it. That's but what yeah, I was thinking it was. Yeah, you're, sh- you're showing up to deal with basically like, like I heard that there's evil here, as defined by the church. And you need to have a water barrel moved. How yeah. do you do that? <laughs> Rephrasing? I'm here for you. Yeah. Awesome. Mark, Go for you it. Got a you mark these two, right? The checks? Mm-hmm. Yep, I did. That's almost like print quality checks. Those are good. I'm very I'm good like, at it. Wow. I'm very good. Those are uh, Show those my those e- my checks. ethnicity is not Czech, but based on this, I ha- may have to do a twenty-three. How's that work? How are your balances? <laughs> my balance based on my uh, my bank account, not good. <laughs> All right, cool. So we get a little vignette of uh, before we, French. True enough. This is American, you son of a bitch. <laughs> the American word for vignette. Yeah. Vignette. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn it! You beat me to the joke. <laughs> the um, uh, yeah. So we get a little, a little, a little scene. I'm po- I apologize, or skein, as some might pronounce it. <laughs> we see um, two people, two people, kind of wandering, wandering through on an old horse. Uh, you got one person on foot and one person on a horse, and them coming through and being like, I haven't, we, they were supposed to be back ten hours ago. I'm pissed off. Oh, hell and tarnation. I can't believe they'd be gone this long. I, another guy's like, I think that so-and-so, the cut boss, must have let them get into the liquor again. I know he likes to give that out as a reward, and it ain't good. Those guys get liquored up, and then they're gone. And, uh, and they're walking through and they're having a hard time seeing. You see like sand kind of blowing up and whipping around. And uh, as things kind of clear out, they look around at the scene that's just a scene of horror. They see bodies and machinery scattered all over the place. Railroad beams and ties broken and twisted. And they're like, ah, God. And let's meet our characters. So. Alrighty, so let's go around the the group, and like I said, we're gonna do your human name, um, your character name, and then kind of the elevator pitch for your character. So if you're saying like, hey, here's the deal, this is the basics of them, Um, you don't have to get into exactly what they look like, Uh, you don't have to tell us what their gear is and what their moves are and that kind of thing, but just the like, this is the deal with the character, you know, my character is a wanted man, and he just wants his kids back, <laughs> like that kind of a thing. Whatever, whatever that deal is. I don't know who wants to. Great. What's up? Would it be better if you already start? Since he's done this kind sure. Of sure. You can do it. Yeah. So I think. Uh... Could you do it uh, handsomer? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, no. Anyway. Uh, so I, I'm 
My name's David. I'm going to be playing Clea Pringle, who sometimes goes by the name Madame Prisma. So she is the niece of um, Mr. Bridgewater, who I think we'll be introduced to in the near future. But they're so um, Clea is convinced that there's something supernatural going on in the situation. So she's kind of forced her uncle to let her go on this little venture because she is the premier spiritualist in what's what's a shittier Boston like Cape Cod <laughs> Nantucket yeah she's the Nantucket's even better she's the premier spiritualist in Nantucket she's trying to make a name for herself and this will really put her on the map alright so I think she dresses all like imagine like the Victorian lady so she's like black black dress with um like the white doily thing on her, around her neck, like, ooh, I, I can hear the spirits from here. So all you see is her head and hands, yes. and that's it. Okay. And <laughs> Salem, mm. Salem, Massachusetts. Oh yeah, I feel that's that's way cooler though. This is she's like bottom tier though. Yeah, yeah. Salem would be way cooler. Yeah, she's yeah, like, she one day I'm going to get to Salem. Yeah, right there you go. <laughs> My name is Sheriff uh, Cleus T. Crawford, and I'm from. Uh, Lincoln Lizard, Nevada, <laughs> and I'm here to uh, make sure that law and order is portrayed in these parts. And uh, I've got my trusty six shooter. My skin is so tanned and hard as gecko leather from the <laughs> sunshine. Incredible. Don't forget your human name. And, and, and I'm DJ. <laughs> in human life. David, what did you say your character's name was again? Clea Pringle, or Madame Prisma, if you prefer. And she's like 32, but she's like, please call me Madame. Uh, I'm Tony in real life. I'm going to be playing Ignatius Welsh. Uh, he's a small, nerdy little man. Wears, a, wears the impeccable suit, whatever the latest style is and that you can get in, in crappy little towns. I'm going to go with shitty little towns in Nevada. Whoa! I almost didn't, because, you know, teaching in real life, so I sometimes <laughs> edit myself. Um, so he got the best possible suits he can get in the shitty towns that the company has sent him to. Um, the, uh, he's a clerk for the company. That's it. All right. And you are mundane. Right? I am the mundane. The mundane. Not any mundane. The. Mm -hmm. Definite article mundane. <laughs> I'm definite article mundane. My favorite drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> Plain Jane. I'm Holly, and I'm playing Jebediah Ellsworth. And hopefully I can keep the southern accent all the way through. I, I, I am a Mormon missionary. I have been sent out. I'm looking, I'm the youngest kid of 15, mom has passed, and I'm looking to save some lives. I want to help out and be useful. I just remembered the additional playbook that I forgot to print. Yeah. I have it written, The Crooked. Uh, yeah, that was the one I forgot to print. Fuck. And I'm really What's that hat called? The I think the a guy from... Uh, not so much the Quaker hat. The it's um, 
guy from Poltergeist War. It, it's a round the dome. No, but it's it got a round rim, completely round rim. And it's, no, it's, a smaller rim. it's the same yeah. have Weird Al wears as the Amish. Uh, I was gonna say, the Amish. Yeah. You see a lot of creatures wear them. Yeah, that, that's what I'm, I'm looking at. And then hat. the the fancy little tiny bolo or bow tie. Yeah, bolo would be perfect too. Yeah, not the bolo, but the bow tie. Where it's like the, a, the little, almost like a ribbon tie yeah, around your neck. I'm a little present. <laughs> yeah. I'm so depressed that I didn't think to have a southern accent. A bad southern accent, a bad English accent. What was I thinking? Just go for it, man. You got that's. Uh, I naturally fall into a southern accent, perceived. so it'll, it'll happen whether I wanted to or not. I mimic, that. so I'm happy that DJ's doing this. I mean, you did accent. say your character's like from Boston, so. Right. Like, be a fisherman. I grew up in Washington. I can pull out a decent southern My name's Brad in real life, <laughs> and uh, my name's Zeke Clayton. I'm a reporter for the Dodge City Daily. I'm here to try to find out what's going on in this golden town. All right. Okay. So we are going to begin and kick things right in the right in the butt by uh, we see Gizzard Gulch, the town of Gizzard Gulch, and the little Chiron down on the bottom of the screen says Gizzard Gulch, and then there's a how's it spelled? It spells G-I-Z-Z-A-R-D-G-U-L-C-H. Not how I initially spelled it. I initially spelled both words wrong. Gizzard is two Zs. Gulch does not have a T. Um, I thought it was like... Anyway. So, and we see it. It's kind of a um, later later season Deadwood town. Uh, But it's a company town. Like, this is a town run by the Hawthorne Railroad Company. Um, It runs through this big... It's kind of at one of the ends of this big valley. And in fact, the Chiron on the screen crosses itself out and it says um, Paradise Valley instead. And we, we, see the, we see this town. There's a good number of people. There's obviously a lot of laborers. But one of the weird things is people are just hanging around. There's a lot of guys that you would normally expect to be working and doing stuff, and they're not. They're maybe unloading things from trains that lead up to the area. But there's a lot of them, they're just hanging around. Kicking dust. Yeah, kicking dust, hanging around, slacking off, that kind of stuff. And we go to one of the nicer buildings. It's probably a two-story building, but not too big. Um, And we see on the window, it says, Hawthorne Railroad Company, uh, established 1840, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, earlier this year. No, it's, in the, it's in the 1870s. Okay. Um, which, which, which is when, when we is right now here in Scandinavia. And it looks brand new. And it looks... This, actually, this building does look very brand new. Um, in fact, I think... I think it is the... It is the only building in town that is painted. All of the other buildings are... Like, the, everything has been recently put up as this kind of town and uh, that the company has set up to be the base of operations for other things, it seems like those things have stalled. And in fact, when we go inside this building, we see a man who looks like a Ulysses S. Grant type character with the big beard, and he's wearing the, he's wearing the suit. He has kind of a, a balding head. Um, and we're in his office that 
back east would be considered a joke of an office, but here is probably one of the nicest rooms in the area. And surround, he's standing near his desk, and I think he's chewing at a cigar, and he's, he cuts the end off and tosses it into a little waste bin, and we see the five characters that we saw around us. Um, so let's get a description of each of you and how you're connected to one another. And so when a person pitches like, I think we were this, blah, 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 make sure you're cool with that and feel free to bounce back some other ideas. So it's like, you're related to another person here. Like, oh, Tony, you think you and I, our characters are brothers, maybe? If you're like, uh, I don't know about that. My character I thought was more of an orphan. You could set up like we had a relationship like brothers or just even say, no, that doesn't work for me. Past life spouses. Yeah, past right, life. So this one plays off really, really well because I'm pretty mundane. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be suspicious of Madame Cleo. Okay. Madame, I'm sorry, that wasn't right. Madame Clea. Clea. No, I'm sorry. Madame Madame Prisma. Prisma. Where am I getting Clea from? That's Cle- a real person. Clea That's Pringle is Cle- Yeah. Clea Pringle is the real name. You're thinking of... Uh, I, I'm trying to make it as confusing as possible. Yeah. By having well, four different terms. Well, also, Tony, you started us, you started us off. And we're going to want a connection to each person, right? Is that what the fishy <coughs> says? If you could also give us the shortest description of what we see when we see your character. Okay. Um, so I'm pretty small, but I have just this open face that just looks like it's very trusting. Uh, like a person you could just instantly trust. Um, he does have... I guess small, nerdy, and, and clerk, you just see him and you think those things. Um, impeccably dressed, not a speck of dust that he can help. Okay. Um, so, he looks like he wants to move up in the world very quickly. You do not have to do this, but if you want, you can also always pitch. If this was a show, this actor would play them. You don't have to do that. Sometimes that backfires because then people yeah. are just thinking about those actors all the time. Yeah, everyone's Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, everyone's Pee Wee Herman. I have to think accent. The man of all faces. Um, so <laughs> with Madame Prisma, I'm a bit suspicious. All right. So Ignatius Welch is suspicious of Madame Prisma. Are you just suspicious of her because it's like, oh, because what's your, I really what's don't believe deal? in this, this otherworldly stuff. So you think she's a fraud? Yeah, as the mundane, I don't think that, uh, that I don't believe in magic necessarily as much. I, I understand that it happens. I just don't know how and why. Mm, okay, for uh, me to bounce off that. Sure. So, um, so my options, the one that makes the most sense with that, then I have one. They know some of your dark secrets but they've agreed to keep it quiet um, or they've agreed to keep quiet about them um, tell them what they know so I think maybe you've seen one of her shows or something one of her spiritualist things and you're like oh that's just some of these for sure are just like magician tricks so I and maybe after the show you're like um, I can do these card tricks too <laughs> dummy and <coughs> oh well I have to sup- supplant the uh for the audience, the, the, the okay, just shut up about that, and it's okay. Um, but I am actually talking about spirits. <laughs> Trust me. It's like, yeah, sure, get on that or something. Does that sound good? Yeah, perfect. When you say shows, do you think you do uh, like seances as like a thing that people can come see? Is that what you're kind of thinking, or are you thinking you're also like a performing magician? 
I think she was, um, I'm just um, combining a lot of spiritual things I've seen, spiritualist things I've seen on, in movies and stuff, so I'm thinking, like, uh, she's trying to get, like, the big, like, theater rooms of, I know, we're doing a seance, but she's not quite there yet. So she's an aspiring that, but maybe she is doing it, like, on the street, like, who, who has a dead grandmother? You? Come here. Who's that guy? John Edwards. John Edwards, right? Oh, Crossing yeah. over with John Edwards, so you're, you're doing that. You're like, somebody had a grandma, right? And oh, right like, here, right? And it's like, yes, I had a grandma. Like, I knew it. <laughs> yes, uh, I win. <laughs> she wore shoes, didn't she? Yeah. Counted it. Amelia Earhart says your grandma was a bitch. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and I How did he so, know that? Who's the one with the gray hair from Long Island that constantly does that? Somebody in the audience has somebody that died with an M. Uh, <laughs> it might be John Edwards. No, this is a lady. Oh, oh it's a lady. Big, big blonde hair from Long Island. She's got a TV show. <laughs> I got an idea for my connection. <laughs> Go for it. I think um, maybe since I'm here to do the hard-nosed reporter thing and figure out what's going on right here, uh, the suspicious guy, Ignatius Welch, maybe knew of me from years ago and said, hey, you're a hard-nosed reporter. Come out here and, you know, I'm suspicious of this lady. Uh What's her name? Uh, Madam Prisma. You know, she, I know where she's going to be. Maybe you want to blow this story wide open because I think there's something really big going on here, something like that. And what was your name again? Uh, so I'm uh, Zeke Clayton. Zeke Clayton. Oh, that could be interesting because you, you promised me you wouldn't expose me, but you didn't promise anyone else would. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the uh, sheriff of the town, or am I a, a gunman? Sorry, I, I, mis I misrepresented that. Yeah, I think I think that you're basically like for this location, the company security okay. guy. Okay, all right. So not the secure, like not just a security guard, but you're the one in charge of security for the company in this town. For the Hawthorne Company, right? Okay. In this spot, so there probably is a distinction between. <laughs> There is a sheriff who's over the area, who's like the official government, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But this is a government town. Right. You're basically the government law. Um, my name is definitely Cletus Crawford. I was a uh, hired gun and a, a security uh, for Hawthorne Company. Um, I stopped them pesky... Uh, uh, Raider, uh, marauders on the road banks. Um, when you were traveling to town, you are, um, your character's name is Jebediah Ellsworth. Je Jebediah Ellsworth's carriage was on its way, and I stopped it from being, uh, uh, ransacked by, uh, Indian raiders. And I only buy as much jewelry uh, for my wife as I buy for my horse. <laughs> <laughs> Which is way too much. <laughs> okay, um, I will rip off that. That uh, I have prophecies. And it was... I have read the prophecies. Sorry, I have read the prophecies. Smith. No, no, John no. Smith. What do you think about this? 
Brigham Young? Um, no, 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 the, the, well, actually, no, I think they just call him the Potter, the, the whole mm-hmm. big head honcho and whatnot, and I've gotten a hold of a few of them, and, and you are described yeah. in one of those prophecies, Mr. Um, Cletus. 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 Cletus Crawford, Sheriff Cooks Crawford. Or Mr. Like Agent. Cletus. Mm-hmm. You might still, you might call yourself Sheriff. Oh. I mean, That's fine. you might have been a former Sheriff. All right. I never lose that title. Sometimes you you're like a colonel. You're always a colonel, no matter yeah. what. And you ain't, you're dang too. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, based on that, um, you another <laughs> thing. Um, um, so you were having like prophecies? Right? I, I have read prophecies. Okay, so, so you, you're, you've studied them at least. Right? Yeah, I've studied them. So I have one. Um, you were previously both members of an eldritch group, but it's now disbanded. Ask them why they left, and then tell them why you <coughs> You think that would be something that yeah. your character would do? Yeah, we, we could do that. So, um, yeah, maybe it's like an eldritch society that's looking for like the end times or... I, I think that I would, I would imagine that... Like, eh, because it's not Seven Day Adventist, so, um, or I'm not Seven Day Adventist. I definitely could have won. Um, I will go with the fact that I left the group because it was misrepresented. I thought it was going to be like a Bible study group, but <laughs> it was a doomsday cult, <laughs> and not my job. If that's okay with you. Yeah. What's, what's it it's like children of the sunset or something like that um, it would be a good doomsday cult yeah I was like chil- yeah, children of the forever sunset yeah right and I think um, I'm going to say um, Clea Miss Clea Pringle Madam Prisma um, left because um, they weren't taking her seriously <laughs> <laughs> Like the, well, I've I've seen the. <coughs> so I, you were the one spirit, that put your finger in the light socket and your yeah. hair got all bushy. Yeah. Based on what I'm seeing, I think it, we have a little bit like six more weeks than what you're saying. Like, shut up, you don't know anything. <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna go with Cletus here. Um, I've got a there your hero exactly the kind of monster hunter you you aspire to be. So even though he's like a big tough guy which is the opposite of what I want to be in my head or the opposite of what I am in my head that's who I occasionally see myself as um, even though I know I can't be that because I'm kind of much smaller than him so there's like a bit of that hero worship that I don't let out being a cold-blooded kid on the street smoking five of them engines because yep, I'm, I'm as nerdy as can be you'll be alright kid yep <laughs> Dead on. Uh, Ignatius. Every time. I don't even know how to begin to shorten that, so I'm gonna go with Ignatius. He's one of those. He could always people. be Iggy. See, I don't think he would be. Okay. Yeah. Please, Ignatius. <laughs> I worked. I worked with a with a guy who went by Iggy, who was Ignatius. Yeah. He's a serial killer. And now he and he and he, and he is a cannibal. <laughs> I saw him eat some. I saw him eat a human moose. So fact. I think my character might look a bit like Steve Buscemi. Okay. But maybe just a, a slightly taller, skinnier Steve okay. Buscemi. Steve Buscemi, a man known for his heft. Yeah, exactly. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, 
um, Sarah Connor's husband in Terminator was Michael Biehn. The uh, Kyle... Yes, <coughs> Kyle okay. Reese. Kyle Reese, that's right. Who's also in Aliens. And yeah. who's in um, Tombstone. <laughs> Very handsome man. Yes. That's what you look like? That's me. All right. But I do talk a little slow because I was kicked in the head by a horse. <laughs> I'll never tell you that. That's a secret between me and a horse. (laughs) Horse ain't talking no more. Do you think between... um, Because we're technically married. And (laughs) that horse doesn't suppose to talk. What's your your name again? Uh, Cletus Crawford. Cletus Crawford. Sheriff Cletus and and Zeke, do you think either one of you would have gone to Clea for advice at some point? Oh. Between the two of you? I took the chance when I found that dead body in the gulch. Okay, awesome. So, yeah. So you, you came to me for advice... And I, that advice got you out of trouble, and, th- and what that trouble was. So it was <laughs> getting I, rid of the body. It, 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 unfortunately, it was a colored failure. I know it's not right to say, but that's what all oh, my God. education gives me. I found him in the gulch. His head was crushed. I wanted, to, I couldn't tell who he was. I came to you for more spiritual advice to find out who this person was. Oh, that, that's incredible. So maybe she did like a, a spiritualist reading. It's like I can find the family. Find them for you and make sure he's at peace. Yeah. <laughs> then you just bury the body well, in, yeah, a shallow, in a shallow grave. Or he's down, down the street. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's I love that. Yeah, that's cool. Any other stuff you guys want to hit on with that? Because we don't have to do all of these. Yeah. So long true. as people are connected to at least one other person, we're good. Mm-hmm. Are there any other ones that are like this? Is really yeah. Nothing's jumping out at me with um, Jebediah. Unless one of them's jumping out for you. Um, not you so much, but it can be linked through, sorry. Uh, Zeke. Zeke. Through to you. I, I can do a twofer here. Okay. Kind of, sort of. Um, if you're amenable, Zeke, we can do a, we met researching mystical weirdness, and you've been cult comrades ever since. Okay. You're like my... My cult buddy, that you know, yeah. because I would imagine since you're going to dis- try to discredit somebody for mystical stuff that you've researched it, yeah, and you can kind of pick out a fake or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that I would have been researching mystical weirdness of with the prophecies and stuff like that. So I can I can work with that to be mm-hmm. a, a link between the two of us. And I would imagine that you. What was your link between? You uh, he had told me something suspicious was going on around these parts, and I, he knew that I needed to break a big story. So, so it to get I'm really me hoping here, that helps it, me advance. Yeah, it, it could be that he told you that, and then you, in passing, told me that you were coming here. Yeah, and it's like, oh wow, that sounds interesting. Okay, yeah, you got a letter in the mail from me saying, "Hey, I'm going to investigate yeah. this. I know you're." Interested in snooping these kinds of things out too, so come and join me if you want. Now, what's her relation to the company? What's her job? Did we discuss that? I don't that? have it. I don't think it's, it's on the back. A, if it says anything, I, I'm I'm a Mormon. Yeah. So you guys, you, you guys are gonna really be, you guys are gonna back. be roped into this, in part through your connections to one another. Okay. So I'm gonna give you some. You, I'm gonna give you a spiel from. Uh, <coughs> The Hawthorne Railroad Company, for sure. DJ's character, Cletus, is going to be there. 
I think that um, uh, Clea is going to be there as well as his niece, as like the Mr. Waterbridge's niece is going to be there. You were a clerk for the company, right. uh, Tony, so your character, whose name is Ignatius, is also going to be there. For the two of you, so for Zeke and Jebediah, you're joining, I think, are either joining because you know these people somehow. Right. I would say, Zeke, the odds are here's a problem within this railroad company. You would not want a reporter coming in to deal with that. Mm -hmm. So maybe you are at least presenting yourself in mm -hmm. some way. Undercover. In some other capacity yeah. to them. Okay. So you can tell me about that. Right. When, when helping you to want. rope in a reporter into all this might help me secure a better position if I can get somebody fired over it. Okay, so you're bringing him in as like, this is someone yeah. I'm bringing in as a, to not an outside him. consultant, that's a kind of a, yeah. a different uh, anachronistic and idea. But if he happens to bring in the, the Mormon preacher, Preacher? A missionary. Or missionary. Missionary. Okay, let me write that down. Okay. Uh, may maybe down. maybe there were some Mormon settlers who came out into this area earlier, and so like your knowledge of this might be somewhat useful to people. Which would explain why I don't have a relationship with um, Jebediah yet, because I don't know Jebediah yet, which is perfect. It all works out. I'm glad that you said that the way you said it, Tony. So, one of the things that's kind of tough when you're recording these is when we're talking to each other around the table, we'll say, you did this, but in audio you don't know who the hell that you're talking about. If you guys could try to as often use character names or just the player names, that's better than saying, you did this, he did this, she did this. So whenever you could say it, say, you know what I mean, like, Madame Prisma and Zeke showed up to this, and maybe that's why I... No oh God! All right, got it. Spin that chamber, baby. Let's see if this pops me one good time. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, that kind of, kind of a thing. So if you could try. All right, we got our pitches. We see what the characters look like. We see that we've got these five people in this office. This is a fairly nice office, though, in this border town off on the, the frontiers. And um, this guy cuts the end off of a cigar. He throws that into the spittoon that uh, Cletus has been spitting in. And he starts lighting it. And again, there's this awkward pregnant pause as this man, who's very clearly the most important man in the room, is you're waiting for him to light his cigar and then start talking to you. Kind of a thing, that, that like dickhead power move that this person has to pull off. And he says, Well... I'm glad all of you are here because looks like we got to look into something. We were supposed to have we were supposed to have all of this uh, track laid and everything set up and as far as the US government is concerned and as far as our investors are concerned, things are behind. And we need you, Cletus, to uh to solve this problem and I guess these folks can help you out with it, but there's a lot of money on the line here, and honestly, and he takes a long drag off of a draw off of the cigar. <clears throat> I appreciate the opportunity, sir, and I'll do my damnedest, and I'll whip this batch of whippersnappers into shape, and we'll find a true ending to this mystery. Yes. Well, mystery indeed. 
We, uh... Well, Cletus, if you've got these folks together, hope I can, I can, uh, assume you'll make sure that they're, they're good in the, in the trust of the company, but we've had a whole car go, not missing, but... Yeah. It went missing. A train car? Yes. Or horse-drawn carriage, sir. No, a whole engine, an engine and three cars. Sir, following the tracks, you'd be able to find something. And he shakes his head and he says, the tracks were twisted up like. And he grabs, he grabs, um, what the fuck would be easy to twist up in a medieval desk? He was like, twi- twisted up. Yeah, he grabs, he grabs a, a piece of paper and he wrinkles it up and he says, might as well have been paper scattered to the wind. Is that a chance a Texas tornado came in and swept it up and played toys with it, smashed it on the ground, sir? He says, I've heard of the, I heard of twisters here and there, and I, it might have been, but we've heard other things of other folks, settlers, some work crews, disappearing too, and I think it's related. Here's my fear. If we don't figure this out and solve it, we're going to miss some deadlines that the federal, back in Washington, they're not going to be too happy about. And more importantly, our board of directors are going to be pissed about. So if we can solve this and make sure that that money comes in from us doing this on what we need to do on time, that'll be better. I mean, we can always figure out what we tell people happened later, but what happened is important for us to know to, well, to get production back on track and to get this line clear across the rest of Paradise Valley. I do beg your pardon, sir, but you have a very eclectic group here. Um, I've seen her perform some magic and mysticism. Yes, my my niece, Miss, uh, whose name? Uh, Pringle. Yes, my niece, Miss Pringle. She's, uh, she's going to be accompanying you on this, and you can see that he doesn't look crazy about that idea. I, I think she kind of strides forward. Maybe she was, saying, she was standing in the back, and she kind of strides forward, and she says, uh, well, Uncle, I think I speak for everyone. We're all curious. Was there a site of a great battle near here? Or any graveyards that could be have, perhaps have the restless dead? He says, no. You, he answers you. He says, no battles, no graveyards. Something happened. We have to figure it out. You're right, Mr. Cleese Craw- Crawford, right? You're right, Mr. Crawford. He would be calling you that. It was likely a twister. But the fact that these have happened enough times, we need to look into it. We also need to find where the hell that car went. I'm dead on only on there, Fishionado. The rest of the team here, we've got the power of God compels us here to the right. And I'm the, the private railroad accident investigator that you hired. Okay. Maybe somewhere else underneath you. In your company brought me in, but yeah, here to 
Well, I, I solve did. this mystery for you as part of my cost saving. Uh, yeah, cost saving Ignatius uh, Welsh plans Mr. that I, I've got. It's a whole five part plan. I'll, I'll send it to you He's later. He's a star employee Mr. of yours. You should, Mr. Ignatius, you should make sure you keep him Welsh. around. Mr. Welch, you're. This a, is a person who is an assistant of yours. Well, I, I've got a whole five-part plan, and he's part of it. He'll uh, he'll help us. And I've got the report. It, I filed it with your secretary. Assistance to clerks. Oh. No, no, no. These, I'm an assistant these 1800 to you, millennials don't want to work at all. <laughs> What's a millennial? I'm a, an assistant <laughs> to you, sir. I, You're I, right. You'd be kind of maybe 1800s Gen X. You've got a point. <laughs> you speak funny words, sir, but I, I'm here to help you I anyway. I would can. say I speak the Queen's <laughs> English, but I'm an American. Generation sir. Damn right! Yes. Damn right! <laughs> now. Are we gonna find this engine in these train cars or what? Of course, sir. Every day is costing us money. Yes. I know that all is about the, that money costing. And that is precisely the issue. The board holder. Board holders? There's people holding boards outside who threaten to beat the shit. Hacksaw Jim Duggan himself is gonna fuck me Hello. up. Yeah. The, the board and the shareholders are breathing down my neck to get answers to this. We need to have gotten across. We need to get across. Paradise Valley in mere in mere weeks at this point. We are behind schedule and when the railroad is behind schedule, when the trains don't run on time, this whole country falls apart and we only just put it back together. So can we please find an answer to this? The company's paying you Mr. Crawford. Mr. Craw the company's paying you Mr. Crawford to do this. You have my confidence. Thank you for assembling this team. You Clea, know it'll get done, sir. Clea, please be careful or my sister will kill me. And just so we're clear, when you say they're breathing down your necks, do you feel it when you're sleeping? I... When Clea, you're alone in the room, do you feel I the breath? I was using a metaphor. Okay, was it a metaphor? Let's be clear. Please... We've had this conversation before that I can't have this. I understand. Yes, I, I sent. I gave you the mirror though. If you need to check for breath. Yes. Well. All supplies will be at the. We'll pick up all of our tech. You'll have. You'll have supplies, Mr. Ignatius. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Welch. Excuse me. I keep burping. <laughs> this cigar makes me burp. I have a weird cigar allergy that makes me burp when I smoke cigars. So, Mr. Welch's horse should already be uh, packed up with the amount of supplies that you need for several days' journey out into the valley. It's not that large. I doubt that you'll, based on how far the, the tracks got out, you should, you should be good. Thank you, gentlemen. You have, and you have yeah, my, uh, a man. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> nope, I'm sorry. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Clea. You have my word, sir. This this will be solved for you. Excellent. I... In a cost-saving and efficient manner. Or my name is Ignatius Welch. Thank you. You remember that, sir. I, you solve this. You solve this problem, and uh, your your name will be Ignatius Welch, vice president of whatever the hell, in a railroad company. That's. Exactly what I'm hoping for, sir. Yes. 
And you'll have his job, I guess, since you, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Mr. I'm Mr. Zeke. Outside consultant, but I appreciate the consideration. Yes, Mr. Clayton. Thanks for joining us, folks, for This American Dice Presents Gizzard Gulch, Episode 1, live from CondoCon 2023. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, check out our website, and uh, rate, review, like, and subscribe. Today's episode featured the music Traveling with Karina by Lobo Loco, and our players were David as Clea Pringle slash Madam Prisma, Tony as Ignatius Welch, DJ as Cletus T. Crawford, Holly as Brother Jebediah Ellsworth, and Brad as Zeke Clayton. I, Austin, was your game master. Also, uh, a fun thing is when you just pick random celebrities and throw them into a hat and pull them pull out uh, who is um, who's what particular character, sometimes that ends up sounding a lot less sensitive than you thought it was going to. So, not always the best idea, but sometimes it happens. This was a CondoCon game, so we had a lot of uh, we had a lot of fun. Check us out next week for more Gizzard Gulch. Thank you.